0: Welcome, everyone, to the 108th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm Brandon T. McClure, uh, recording from my house Ooh. in Monterey Bay. You own this house. Uh, his parents' house. His parents', my L- parents house. My parents' house. Let's be clear. Monterey hey, Bay. Thank you. Uh, with me, as always, is Ryan Eliopoulos. Hey, I've never been here. It's really
1: nice and cold and beautiful. I almost called you Ben Magnet, but you're Sparks Wiccawitty.
2: I am. I am not
1: on the phone, but wow, what a person. weird, what a weird circumstances. And on
0: uh, for those... Coming to us from the magic of the interwebs, Ben Magnet.
3: This is weird. <laughs> this is weird, right? We've this trapped you so, in the Phantom so st- Zone. I've,
0: I've traded places with
2: him.
3: Yeah. So uh, you guys are nice and cool. It's been pretty hot here um, in Califor- in Southern California. So yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I love it. I,
3: love I it. know. It's awesome. been yeah, so it. nice. Hey, uh, uh, you three should enjoy it while you can, because you're coming back to my area tomorrow. So,
1: ha-ha-ha. Oh dude. Yep. Um. So when I was when we were driving here. Uh we, mm-hmm. we watched the, the thermostat go from mm-hmm. like hundred degrees to ninety degrees to eighty degrees to seventy degrees to six I'm like, This is heaven. Why did we move to Chino? It's terrible. Every time Ryan's walked out of a building while he's here, like, he ah, just goes, Oh like Sparks <laughs> was like, Hey, you should bring a jacket and I'm like, What's a jacket? It's walking I, I walked out every
0: time I come back I always I walk out, I get out of the car I'm like what's that smell? Oh it's fresh air. Yeah. It's
1: not smog. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's, been it's a fresh night.
0: air in the ocean
1: Yeah, it's real nice mm-hmm. It's very nice here
0: It is If you couldn't tell uh, Sparks and I, we, we, we grew up here We were born and raised up here uh, In Northern uh, California Oh, you, you, no, you didn't You no. we were born in Morgan Hill I was
2: I, I came from ranch town Then I moved to here by the bay That's where all the puppets and are from met you Yes And then I moved to kind of more ranch town Down south the Puppets yeah.
0: love ranches you, you, Your life went full circle I guess it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yep, life's <laughs> over.
1: Life doesn't find a way. Hey Ben, how how you doing, buddy? How's your week How going? you doing down there, bud?
3: I'm um, I'm doing good. I went to Universal Studios yesterday. Cool. Oh,
1: did life find a way?
3: Uh, life found a way. I wrote it one last time. Oh, for and, those who uh, don't
1: know, Jurassic Park: The Ride is getting remodeled into its terrible 2018 version. <laughs> oh, but we're gonna go ride it yeah, next we week. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was fun. We got. It was. Because you know how obviously you get wet on that, ride, But there have been times where I've been on it. It's like, okay, I didn't get as wet. And there are times where I got soaked. We got soaked yesterday. Mm. It was like when you go down the big waterfall after the T-Rex, it was like someone turned on like hoses and was constantly spraying water in your face. I don't know what was. But is
2: that so bad when it's that hot? Yeah.
3: Yeah. But here's the thing. And because since, and like in Florida, here in California, it's Mm. a dry heat. So you're standing in line for, we went in line for the mummy. and We're soaking wet. We're like. Man, we feel awesome. Everyone else is miserable. But it feel great, like, even though our clothes were dripping wet. We were dry in like twenty minutes. Yeah, the heat. Yeah, I'll do that to you. Yeah,
4: yeah.
1: I'm
0: glad. Oh yeah, if we have to go back to hundred degree weather. It's gonna be mm-hmm. terrible. I think I'm moving here. I got my dog up here. Yeah. I got my family up here. I think. Yeah, I think oh, we wait. made a mistake, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> we, we messed should. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: no, uh, I, it wasn't super hot. It wasn't. It wasn't bad yesterday. It was like 90, 91, Ben, that's eighty nine.
1: Real good, Ben. That's when it's almost 100 degrees, that's not a good thing. Uh, I know. 90 degrees isn't no a- <laughs> Hey, for down there, 91's 91 is not bad. 91 is not bad. When that's the low, yeah. you pray. I'm like, yeah. oh,
0: wow, it's only 90 degrees. Considering how hot it's been down there for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Global
1: yeah. warming totally
0: bit warming.
2: Uh, just yeah, the, totally. this past week, there were a couple of days I'd walk out and I'd be like, 91?
4: Oh, <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: walking, at, I was walking uh, around at work and I'm just like, oh, it seems like a balmy 90 degrees. It's not bad. Put a light jacket on because in the middle of our drive. We would stop and it'd be like a hundred
1: and eight degrees, and we're like, "Wow, this is worse." Yeah, yeah, we we got worse before it got better. Yeah, <laughs> that one rest stop was real bad.
2: There was like a heat wave happening in the middle of the yeah the trip. That was crazy. Speaking uh, of
1: heat waves, how was your week, Sparks? Are you saying that Sparks is a heat wave? He makes me hot. All right, I know. There, there, oh. there you go. There you go.
3: It's so that's been... what goes on in that apartment of you with you guys. <laughs> you guys have no idea. <laughs>
2: It's been adjusting.
3: Yes, uh, to the <laughs> new
2: situation, which isn't bad. Just adjusting. Yeah. So settling yeah. in.
0: How do you like it down there so far? Um,
2: I like it. It's just too warm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you knew what you were getting into. I knew what I was getting into. I just, yeah. I we don't have as many fans and things in our house as we will, and we also found out that our door is leaking out. Cold air and letting outside warm air kind of in, big gap. so we're not insulated properly
0: yeah. from
1: mm-hmm. our front door. So so we have to,
0: we have to fix that. I yeah. see. Yeah, my my place is very poorly insulated as well. Yes, uh,
1: How's your your week, right? My insulation's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, that's good. uh You know, I moved in early, so I've kind of just hanging out. You know, looking for jobs. Man, I watched so much TV shows. I watched a season of My Hero Academia. That show is. As, listen, as a comic book fan, dude, like, you need to get on this shit, man. It is next Did you level you him to do this? Nope. No, no. He's like, hey, you want to watch something while we wait? And so I watched it, and then I was like, when they left, I was like, can I keep watching it? And now I'm like halfway into season two, and I'm like, this is like the best superhero ca- cartoon ever made, dude. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, we watched Star Trek, so I watched Star Trek twice in two weeks. Yeah, the, the uh, 2011 film. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Wait. Uh, nine. Eleven? No, oh or nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. Yeah, eleven's yeah, yeah, the, 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 fa- the first. The first JJ. Uh, that movie's still real good, man. Yeah, I think regardless of like being at Star Trek, like that is a freaking awesome blockbuster, man. It's solid. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a, certainly a fine film. as it's, it's a fine Star Trek film. It's certainly not the worst. No, it's um, it's a great summer blockbuster. It's a fine Star Trek film. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. Star Trek Beyond somehow managed to be a great Star yes. Trek and a still great summer blockbuster.
4: Thank you, so thank I, you, I, Justin. I like that
0: movie a lot. Someone actually
1: suggested him for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm kind of into that. I mean, dude, you can get literally Steven Spielberg, and I would still be like, whatever. It's not James Gunn. <laughs> like, no, but know? like
0: Justin Lin was like, w- it would would be a good choice for me to yeah. replace James Gunn. He's got a, a similar tone, not necessarily as, as goofy, but he's got I the th- action down for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think he he'd be a good replacement. I, I, yeah, I would like them
1: to do it anyway. What about you, Brandon? Do you have a, do you have anything positive happening in your week? Positive? No. yeah Okay. I was worth a shot.
0: Uh, positive? No. My, yeah. But however, I did celebrate my my mom's birthday this saw weekend. Us. You did
2: see you us? Saw, saw us? oh uh, yeah, for a brief moment. What do you mean brief moment? Brief, we're, we're here. here for like
1: a whole another hour, my man. Yeah. Plus yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for an hour. It was great.
1: It was great. I yeah, was trying to be positive, man. Got I mean, to be positive.
0: We, we, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to remember if I consumed any media. Really just read The Meg, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode. You enjoyed that. I did quite enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I
1: read The Meg graphic novel. Yeah. I also enjoyed that. But I celebrated my mom's birthday this
4: Yay. weekend. Uh,
0: that's, why up, that's why I'm up here anyway. Uh,
1: Publicist of the Decade Award, 1990 to 1999. Good job, mom.
0: Yeah, she's a yeah she's a publicist, but yeah, uh, that's really all I. you know, That's why my light here. week, yeah, yeah, it's alright. Uh, well, it wasn't a light week, but we well, don't need to talk about yes. it on
1: the podcast. Yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe someday I will actually, but should we get into it? I,
2: you know, I had some bread and butter earlier, but I think it's. Uh, I, I thought you were just saying you didn't want to get into it. Oh, no, oh get, get into, into the, the bread podcast. and butter. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah,
1: that was some good bread and butter.
0: And here is your bread.
4: And your butter.
1: Been butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you.
0: Man, I love that little sketch that Jeremy does. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. You just met him. Ryan did
2: just meet him. Wow, how was that? Did you film it? Oh, I no. did not film like the moment of them meeting. Oh, but I, how was it? But I filmed them in That's the good. company of each other.
0: Did sure. he hug you? Did he embrace you?
2: Yes. I can oh, see yes. it. Uh,
1: we 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 became good
0: friends. Yes, I, I can see exactly what he would do. He like he would like throw down whatever he had. Right, he would cut. He would like oh, white white arms be like. Come here. Yep. Yeah. Is <laughs> that exactly what happened? Yeah. Pretty Lies, close. Yeah. Open, open arms, yeah. I knew it. Did he have anything in his hand to throw down? No. Oh. See, no. if he did, he, he would have thrown it would've. down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're here to we're not here to talk about your new, your new best Oh, ride. is this recording? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're here to talk about. <laughs> cool. I love meeting people. <laughs> about our, 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 our bread and butter, our news. Mm-hmm. Let's start today with comics news. I read those. Yeah, we all do. They're all a lot of fun. Um, Prodigy is. Who's what, that? Mark oh, it's new my favorite
1: comic? 90s uh, DJ. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, It's Mark Millar's new it's comic. Fire oh. Firestarter. Mark Millar's new comic. <laughs> <laughs> with Raphael Albuquerque. Um, prodigy features uh, a character named Edison Crane, the world's smartest man that has become bored with running the most successful business on the planet. A scientist, composer, athlete, and, quote, expert of the occult, Crane is a prodigy in every sense of the word. So he's a Mary Sue.
1: Mm. Um, Sounds like Buckaroo Banzai
0: But Mark, Mark Millar does have this to say uh, I gave myself a challenge when I created Prodigy I wanted to write the smartest thing I've ever written At the same time top any action set pieces I've ever managed in the past And I honestly couldn't be happier with how this t- has turned out Edison Crane is by far the best character I've, r- I've created in my career And I'm delighted that my genius friend Rafa He says Rafa Albuquerque mm-hmm. Is drawing the comic, si- the comic book side of all this He's really on he's really one of the best artists in the world. I can't wait to share this with everyone. This really is a butte and we're incredibly proud of it.
1: And if you notice he said the comic side. Because if we remember, all of Mark Millar's uh, comics now are owned by Netflix. Yep. And they're all getting movies and TV shows. Every single one. Yep.
2: So is this going to be a first book in a series that'll never have more books? Yes. Most of, okay. like every other yeah. book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like yeah, like it's the
1: a, book club? Like the book Yeah. Yeah. That's oh what,
4: yeah, like all
3: the one I read today where it said end of book one. I'm thinking, Hey, where's book two? And it's like nothing never
0: kick-ass is the only one that he's ever continued yeah and he's not even writing it <laughs> oh no jupiter's legacy
1: uh yeah that yeah that it, w- very sporadically it's a weird sequel prequel thing yeah, yeah
0: yeah jupiter's legacy and jupiter's circle but there has been other volumes of both of
1: those yes. series so i actually picked up Ju- jupiter's legacy which is the first book because frank quietly was on it yes but they solicited it as jupiter's circle because it's the prequel book and that you should buy that first even though it's not the first one yes i'm like that's so weird that they market it that way but it's, whatever. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. Um, I like Mark Millar's stuff, especially post, uh, post-Huck. post Yeah, he's he's he took a turn, and then he's gotten real good again, I think. Yeah, yeah. so I'm
0: looking forward to this one. I you?
2: mean, I, I'd have more to say, but we're not talking about the book club right now. Yeah. So. Oh.
1: I like
0: Well, Huck. can you ever say it without saying anything about the book club? Uh, I get a little
2: tired of him setting up cool ideas that uh, are implying a future of unfolding more about the world and then never doing it.
0: Yeah. Yes, I'll agree with that.
1: I that's almost every single that. one of his
0: books. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little sick of that. I'm like, um,
2: oh man, this seems like a really cool setup. That will go nowhere. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's kind of a bummer that he said that he keeps going with Kick Ass,
1: because like that's kind of just I, the real world. I think because like in a weird way that's his most known product. Because of the movie. Because of the movies. Yeah. yeah. It is his most successful film. Yeah.
3: that's weird. I don't know.
1: All right. Well. Excuse you, Ben. Ben, I know you love Prodigy, but can you tell me more wow, about your you, love
3: for it? Sorry, you heard that. My bad.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's not like you're on the microphone or anything. <laughs> I got a whole mouthful of that
0: air.
3: Sorry, that's, that's a weird. Sentence I I'm said. not used to this. I apologize. No, it's cool.
1: It's okay, bud. Are but, you gonna watch? Are you not gonna pick this book up or watch the Netflix show? Maybe if we tell you to do it.
3: Uh, maybe. Cool. Good answer. It's hard.
2: It's hard to hold focus when you're not actually in the room with people, huh? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah yeah it is i know no but um <laughs> i mean the project the project thing does sound cool but yeah i do have to agree with brian it does sound like oh this is the smartest guy in the world he knows how to do everything it's like yeah okay so where's the challenge he 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 is he is he is a mary sue well the challenge but, is finding
0: something to yeah. make a challenge for the character so i get i get the kind idea it happened in our book yeah, club
3: yeah I, I do which is which yeah. i mean if the okay, book yeah. if the yeah. book if i hear the book is really good i'll probably pick it up in a trade form but other than that and the and of course, his all this stuff is owned by Netflix now, so it's like, oh, I'm probably gonna. There's gonna be like a
1: Mark Do you think Millar doing a wanted hat-on? movie. It would probably be a Netflix thing. Yeah.
2: Ben, Ben, would you agree that that Mary Sueish problem is also a problem in the book club?
3: Kind of, yeah. Now that I think about it, yep. yeah, we'll
0: get into it uh, next week. Um, DC news. Um, uh, direct cheddar. Drowned Earth was just announced. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> direct. Cheddar. <laughs> direct Cheddar Comics. <laughs> it's all about the cheese, baby. It is actually funny that their name is... Dur- is- I almost said Direct Cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made it happen. Did. <laughs> is, uh,
1: Detective Comics Comics. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like IGN. IGN doesn't stand for what it used
4: Inter- to stand
0: for. In- Internet Gaming Network. Yeah, it's just IGN now. Yeah, um, The IGN Network, yeah. So Drowned Earth <laughs> That's is... That's what
4: IGN stands for?
0: Internet Gaming Network, yeah. Not anymore.
4: I did not
3: know that.
0: Yeah. Now huh. it's just. Now it's just. Do IG. you know what FNG stands for? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no one. Oh, does. oh, really? Shut Good up. thing I helped started. Sure, I have no idea what that stands for.
0: I was joking, Ben.
3: I know. Fake
0: news, germophobes.
2: Sure, yeah. why not? Oh,
3: uh.
0: Drowned Earth is DC's next event with the Justice League, um, and it is not, so far as I can tell. Uh, War of the Seven Seas, despite Je- uh, Jeff Johns that promising us in, when he announced Rebirth that it was finally happening, it's never happening. Yeah, I think it was it's, time it's we gave up on dead that one. And gone. It's too bad. I really wanted to see what they did with Ocean Master. It'll happen there.
2: when Doomsday Clock is over.
0: <sighs> Dan <laughs> Abnett. Well, he was supposed to be doing uh, War of the Seven Seas with Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett will not be on that on Aquaman much longer. Kelly Sue DeConnick's taking over. Yeah. sexy Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa was sexy. He, no, I'm not. That's not. not oh, this, no. Yeah. Aquaman has been sexy since on. Sajic took over. Oh, man. What a what a <laughs> What over. a sexy Jeez Aquaman. Louise. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to get a little. <laughs> trying to s- make
2: the whole world wet.
0: Get a little, little sweaty Ooh. over here. <laughs> Drowned Earth There's going to be a five-part crossover, beginning with Justice League Aquaman Drowned Earth number one. Now, Ben, you may remember this from Superman Doomed. They did uh-huh. a similar tactic then where it was, um, they did Superman <sighs> Doomed number one, and then they did a crossover between the different comics of uh, the Superman yeah. books.
3: Yeah, and then they had Superman Doomed Number Two, which was actually the finale of it. Yes, it
0: so this is a very this is actually very similar uh, uh, Justice like League Aquaman Drowned Earth Number One will be out uh, October thirty first, and we'll see the Ocean Lords be introduced. Okay, the Ocean Lords, a group of ancient sea gods invading Earth. To take over, they flood the world and utilize an alien army. Batman, Superman, and the Flash hurry to attempt to slow the rising tides, which will turn everyone affected into sea monsters. Does this sound
1: like Dark Knight's Metal, but with fish people? I'm into
4: it,
0: though.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm into it, but like, hey, we got these evil sea lords come in with an evil army. (laughs) These are apparently... (laughs) Why are you a pirate?
5: (laughs) Because I'm
1: Steve the Pirate. These are
0: apparently probably going to be the inspirations for the Seven Kingdoms. Of, uh, of atlantis man
1: if this is like a real slow burn to get to the seven kingdoms thing like war of the seven seas or whatever yeah. like cool yeah this sounds cool and like well
0: maybe war of the seven seas is gonna be his finale
1: maybe yeah that could be it yeah and like all the the promo imagery is like really cool yeah. it's like davy jones-esque so then we'll see it switch from that one shot to justice
0: league 11 and 11 and then justice League 12 aquaman 42 and then we'll cap off with aquaman justice league drowned earth number one all three all four of those will be out in november um, and across these issues, members of the Justice League are separated and individually hunted by the Ocean Lords. Aquaman decides the best course of action is to call upon other gods to take them out. Oh. Yeah, that sounds kind of... Other sounds.
1: gods? The Olympians? I was gonna say, do you think like Zeus is gonna show up? I'm like, what's up? I hate I, water. I totally do. <laughs> I hate water. Poseidon shows up? That'd be super cool, actually. Yeah. Isn't Poseidon like a giant fish?
4: Remember? In the DC universe, Yeah, yeah he he's is, a yeah. giant fish boy.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah in, uh, in Brian is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um... I'm down for this. I, I have problems. Like I have to really care about the event to like pick up all these separate books because like, DC and Marvel, too, they're like, hey, here's the one shot and then you have to buy all the other books and then here's yeah, the end one but shot. But
0: I'm already picking up Justice League.
1: Same. So it's just easy for me. Oh, one issue of Aquaman? Yeah, that it's not as bad.
0: bad. Yeah. Uh, it's not like um, Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman, Justice League Dark crossover, which is similar. You have those one shot and then two issues of Wonder Woman, two issues of Justice League Dark and then and then uh, yeah, yeah, another yeah. another one-shot. Yeah. It's a little bit harder for me, but I'm, again, I'm reading Just League Dark.
1: I was about to say, does a Just League Dark book. It just came out, that's why.
0: Yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Capullo does the, co- does the variant coverage. Oh, I bu-
1: baby, it's got Swamp Thing on it. I bowed it and read it. Yeah, I, I just forgot because it's only one issue. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, this uh, what you said, this does sound, sound a little bit like uh, uh, Dark Knight's Metal, but I think after Dark Knight's Metal, uh, DC is in a place to kind of keep doing those kind of large, bombastic, Big epic... Ones, yeah. epic uh, cosmic inspired story arcs you see justice league is all about that um uh, what's another book aquaman does a, a very similar stuff with just like gods and monsters and yeah, things yeah, like gotcha, that yeah. like i think that's just kind of du- the direction dc is in right now big boy stuff i'm kind of into that
4: yeah yeah
0: uh sparky sparks you want this book nah, nah. all right cool
2: yeah <laughs> i mean i'll i'll
0: check it out yeah are you reading justice league i'm behind but yeah yeah it's good Um, All right, let's move on to the other DC news. I'll read more because I'm with Ryan. Heck yeah, yeah, I figure. DC's Electric Warriors, which was actually just announced, which has actually been announced before. We just didn't report it. It was announced uh, last month. But this was going to be Steve Orlando and Travel Foreman. Travel so good. Uh, And it's set in the future. And the DC Universe future, it takes place during the great disaster period. 2735. Of Jack Kirby's classic post apocalyptic series, Commandy. So this is kind of in that same world of Jack Kirby's Commandy. Um, uh,. When they announced it a month ago, they released a statement that says, In 2735, the Earth emerges from the Great Disaster to rejoin the galaxy, finding a universe teetering on the brink of a galactic war. To forestall Armageddon, interplanetary conflicts are settled through trial by combat with diplomatic gladiators known as electric warriors. Mortal Combat, Against the bloody battlefield of the dead sectored 666, Those these lone warriors sacrifice their lives to ensure that their worlds may live in and always fragile peace. This, this is, is out in November. This is Mortal Kombat. Sounds great, though. This is pretty cool. Uh, Anything
4: does,
1: anytime there's a tournament involved, I'm all about it.
0: And we saw there's a Dominator on this team. Yeah, dude, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a big, cool, crazy, wacky book, and Steve Orlando's a cool writer, uh, and Travel Foreman is, like, the best, so um, I'll, I'll give the first issue a shot, at least. Yeah, this one's actually, the concept alone might actually get me to try, I love to try this stuff. one.
0: I am not, uh, I'm not that big of a fan of Steve Orlando. I like his stuff. But I don't love his stuff. Yeah. Um, but his Midnighter's super
1: funny. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, but I might give this one a uh, give this one a shot, Ben. What about you? Eh, you look maybe. like you're falling asleep. No. Uh huh. Eyes rolling in the back of your head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they can't see you doing that, Ben. Just so you know.
0: Yeah. I know. He yeah. Yeah. His eyes in the back of his head as I drink water. Uh,
1: so there's a little bit of dead space there. As the biggest commandy fan sparks. <laughs> Tell me how much you're. Yeah. Doing.
2: Such a such a huge one. Um, the concept sounds interesting. So, like, if if essentially now my life is if Ryan has it yeah. and he says, read this, I'll read it. <laughs> it's like, that sounds like
1: a good life. I like that life.
0: Yeah, I like Jack Kirby's Commandy enough. Probably yeah. be interested. I'd also like, you know, post apocalyptic futures, like the far, far future set yeah. stuff. I don't much care for, like, you know, in hundred years. And I was
1: waiting for you to say because I know how much you don't like the post-apocalypse. <laughs> so I was waiting. You and, uh,
0: it. yeah, it's it's a different thing. Like far, far yeah. future. Like a thousand years in the future. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of much more into it because you can do some interesting things. Where it was like in hundred years. Society just collapsed. You can just have like, a Mortal Combat tournament. Well, and, well and, and I'm a plain girl who's also very pretty,
1: and I'm mm. going to beat the bad guy. Oh, wait till you read Reborn, my friend. <laughs> well, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon,
2: everything everything you know about the 100 year later post-apocalypse <laughs> is wrong. Oh, it's
4: true.
0: Also, I did read the first three issues of Reborn just a year ago when I still worked at the comic book store.
1: Man, it's, oh, man. It's been that long since it came out. Jesus. Yeah. I only picked it because the trade just came out
0: very recently. Yeah.
1: I was I, Wait, that book came out a year ago?
0: It started, yeah. I think
1: it started in like oh, late wow. 2016,
0: if anything. Because it did. Because I was still working at the comic book store. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I was really stoked for that book because it was Greg Capullo's first thing after Batman, but mm. then I didn't pick it up. <laughs> it's good. I like the first three issues. Yeah, it's fine.
0: It's good. Can't wait to read the last three issues, apparently. Yay. <laughs> well, anyway. Womp um, womp. Marvel released some released actually the most comic book news this year. It's this the week, most this week. Uh you th- really threw me off my groove with that. Sorry, one. it's Spider-Man <laughs> it's <Lingo>. the most. <laughs> Um anyway, the Black Order are getting a five issue miniseries. Who's that? Um uh, November seventh. Uh, you'll remember the uh the Black Order from this year's uh, Captain America: Infinity War, Spider-Man: Infinity War, Doctor Strange: Infinity I was like, War. Definitely Black not Panther, Captain Infinity
3: America. War. He's like no. not in that movie. <laughs> you mean Thanos: Infinity War, Spider-Man: Infinity War. I, I don't feel so
1: good.
2: S- so, they're they're the Falcon. Yes, they're the Falcon. War Machine. <laughs> Wait, are you doing Black racist Panther? thing <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh, I get you. And Okoye. I hate everything <laughs> you just said right now. Who's she up there this whole time?
0: Wait, who's the Black Order?
1: Guys, there's Corvus Glaive, and there's <laughs> Ebony Maw, and there's Supergiant, and there's and there's uh, Cull Obsidian. You can't you can't forget them. Come Are on, they let's... ever called that in the movie, though? No. No. Did you say proximate Midnight? I didn't say proximate Midnight. Yeah. There you go. Also, Supergiant is not in the movie. They just, they turned Super, Supergiant into Cull Obsidian. It's, it's stupid. It's well, stupid. the order is also called the Cull Obsidian. Yes, but that character in the movie is called Cull Obsidian. Yes. It's weird. Yeah. They're getting a
0: comic. I'm the only one who uh, cares. They're getting a 5 mini <laughs> miniseries written by a guy named Derek I don't have his last
1: name. I forgot to That's put it. It's terrible. I'm he's written a he's by a, a man named Derek. He's a uh, <laughs> he's a fantasy novelist, and this is like his first big comic thing. The, Art by the writer formerly
2: known as
0: Derek. Yes. Uh, they will be taking commands from the Grandmaster, uh, as Jeff Goldblum from uh, Loki Ragnarok. The Hulk Ragnarok. Hulk Ragnarok, yeah. Hulk Ragnarok, Ragnarok. yes. Uh, springboarding from their last appearance in Avengers No Surrender. That, that movie was hella You didn't intense. even
1: see who the f- artist is, and he's the best part I of it. I said book. Philip Tam. I didn't hear it, because I was so mad about <laughs> Call <Cole> Obsidian. <laughs> 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 I said it. Philip Tam's great, sorry. <laughs>
4: Springboard- sorry, Derek.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Springboarding from... The- I could look it up, but uh, I'm not going to. Springboarding from their last appearance in Avengers No Surrender. Black Order sets
1: the... Isn't one of these guys dead? So here's the thing: you read Avengers No Surrender. Uh huh. Did you finish it? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, they were dead, but they. Corvus Clave is dead. They were all resurrected to to fight in this stupid Avengers No Surrender fight.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, says the fl- f- Flagitius. Yeah. Okay. No, I, what, five. That's the f- name. No, F L A G I T I O U S five. Flagid- flagitious. I just remember that Marvel thought that event
2: was so important that they needed to put it out weekly.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. 10 issues in I was like, oh, it's finally good. <laughs> anyway. I think it's like the Fantastic Five, but like, like a weird word that's not. That's flagitious like The evil five. five yeah.
0: On a bloody brutal head rolling take no prisoners tear that will yeah, tear that will, t- that will pit them against the forces of an entire galactic empire and where they'll encounter some familiar Marvel faces as well as some bonkers new
1: faces along the way says Tom Brevoort. Uh, I'm really excited for this book because um, even though like they're doing the thing that Marvel always does they're like oh the, they were successful in the movies so let's like make like the movie version the comic version but by doing this they can still like do a lot of Hickman stuff that, that they yeah, can do.
0: Yeah but it's also a very similar thing that Marvel does where they're just like who can we get this cheap and yes. who can we put out and how quickly can they put out a comic? Yeah.
1: Hey, well,
0: sometimes hey, it works out, though. Yeah. And to, your, to your credit, to your point that, uh, that you were just about to make that you've made to me before. I wasn't going to say anything. Um, it, it does work out sometimes. Yes. Um, other, so, like, this is why I follow uh, writers, though, is because, yeah. and I kind of like wait to see how people are dealing with things. And then yeah. if I like him, if I like what I'm hearing, then I'll go pick it up uh, after the fact. But I yeah. just like comics. I buy
1: everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is how I get large boxes to go to Goodwill, though. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get rid of comics because I, I, everyone is a child. Even Avengers No Surrender number eleven, you're my child. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'll get rid of that book one day. <laughs>
2: ben, how do you feel about the Black Order?
3: Um, hey, they're getting a 5 minute issue mini, cool, because I even though I only really knew them from Infinity War, and they were pretty, they weren't worthless or useless. They had their, they had their shining moments, but they're very few and far in between. That's bad guys. Yeah, they're—they're—I mean, they're just the bad guys. But you know, I know in the comics they're more fleshed out. So hey, I'm down for it.
0: Yeah, and also it's
1: a miniseries, and I like to yeah. trade away for minis. So. And um, yeah, like I said, and this is like Derek, whatever his last name is. Unfortunately, sir, uh, he like yeah, I said, I'm so he, sorry. He was—he is a novelist who did like like this really long-running fantasy series. So like. At least he, he he's good with the words. Like they wouldn't give him a bunch of books if he wasn't good with the words. Yeah. So it gives me a little faith. Yeah, he, we
0: could yeah. see some incredibly. They they remember that Champions is going to Weird World Weird World. We didn't really yeah. talk about that, but that yeah. looks awesome.
1: Um, we well, could get something like that. Yeah.
0: Like you know, fa- high fantasy, Black Order. that mm, That'd be fun. spicy.
3: Like if Ryan picks it up and he reads it and he calls me up and says, "Dude, come over on Saturday. You're borrowing these books. Then I'm gonna come over and borrow those
1: books." I've never done that ever. Well, no matter how gonna, good the book ha- is, you're gonna have to start. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, right? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna well, yeah, call you. Yeah, this is, this ben. is Ben's
1: dream. This is Ben's ben, dream. Ben, it's your cousin Ryan. You know
3: that comic you've been listening to. Check this out. <laughs> no, dude, you live ten minutes away from me now.
1: Just <laughs> say, "Dude,
4: come over here." <laughs> <and I'll focus laughs>
1: <for you." laughs> no, I know. I just think it's cool. Like I, I never thought like they would get any series at all. So it's cool that they're getting something. Yeah. Thank you, Avengers: Infinity War. Well, also something that's happening that's not quite a surprise: Dead Man Logan. I think this is kind of surprising because it looks like he's a zombie.
0: Well, no, he he's alive. Oh, the cover looks like he's a zombie. Yeah, well, he's alive until the end of this book. Okay. Um, Well, they got to get rid of him, because... Oh, gee, Wolverine's coming back, man. That's why it's not a surprise. Um, Ed Brisson and Mike Henderson... uh, Oh, my God. Mike Henderson's a nail-biter artist. He's amazing. uh, Deadman Logan we will see Old Man Logan tying up loose ends by going after Mysterio, who tricked Logan into murdering his fellow X-Men in the Old Man Logan timeline. Um, Who says this? Me. Do I not have... It's me. It's Derek. Oh, it's Derek. (laughs) Derek says, no. Uh, Brisson says this. Ed Brisson says, we've got lots of big battles and some crazy stuff in store with a title like Dead Man Logan. It's probably no surprise where we're going this one's all about the journey. Mm-hmm. I think it's is 12
1: issues. Maxi series.
0: Ooh, that's long. That's good. Um, I could be wrong. It's either a six issue mini or a 12 issue
1: maxi. Gotcha. Um, I So Jeff Lemire was doing the Old Man Logan book, and then when he quit, I stopped reading it, but Ed Brisson took over, and I regret not picking that book up, because I picked it up after on Marvel Unlimited, and that book is really good, and that guy has a really strong grasp of the character. Um, so I'm really, actually, I'm really excited for this book.
0: It, it looks like he'll be ending Old Man Logan's time uh, permanently. Yeah, um, makes sense. Promises, uh, he promises that Dead Man Logan will feature plenty of big fights for Logan in what will be a tumultuous final journey for the Marvel hero. I'm ready. So that's cool.
1: Get rid of Jimmy Hudson too.
0: Do you think he's gonna? Do you think he could possibly go back to his old timeline, back with his son and his girl? <sighs>
1: no think that's kind of gone no I, I don't want him to do like a Bendis where like he just fixes everything oh everything's a happy bow like spider-man
0: w- like spider-man 2 ending with the ultimate universe being around still. yeah i
1: don't i don't i don't really want that um i kind of want if they're gonna kill the character kill him off like give him a big old send off we yeah. don't we really don't need like four wolverines
0: no it's true but it is kind of it's still kind of tragic that he's got a whole life that he can't 100 percent, and
1: that's that's the whole tragedy of it yeah. like that's why he, that's a cool character i wonder if
0: they're doing okay who the family yeah
1: well i'll let you know that they're dead in one universe in one part of that book uh-oh oh boy oh did you not read jeff lemire's old man logan not yet oh oh yeah that family's knocked there oh oopsies well
0: that's out in november here you go web of venom so we're big fans of the venom comic book here i think we're all pretty oh heck yeah you know, we're all pretty much uh on board for that um We'll be getting. It. We've been promised kind of these one shots, like Web of Venom, uh, Venom. Venom. Which I'm very excited Hell for. Hell yeah! We got another one announced uh, for November. Web of Venom, Carnage Born. Uh, this is Donnie Cates writing this one, and Danilo S. Bayruth Cool. That's probably wrong. You got it. Um, this is this this is the solicitation, and I love it so much. Join Donny Cates as he continues to snake his tendrils through the Venom mythos, <laughs> this time visiting the sickening sociopath called Carnage, a cruel <clears throat> cannibal obsessed with death and murder. Few mourned with Cletus, uh, Cletus Cassidy after he seemingly died and Venomized. But now, uh, remember, everyone uh, Venomized, uh, Colin Bunn's. Is that before series? or after Venom, Inc.? I think that was before. That's a joke. I actually don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um... But now a cult devoted to the madman has gathered, hoping to resurrect their fallen idol and return his madness to the Marvel
1: Universe. Oh, wow! They tell totally you did that in Spider-Man too, where they made a cult Goblin. Um, there's some speculation that there's a '90s miniseries that Warren Ellis did, a Carnage miniseries that like did some really cool lore stuff that I never brought back. That Donny Cates really loves. That Donny Cates really loves. So it, there's there's uh, hints he, that he might like bring some Warren Ellis like 20 20 years ago stuff back into continuity. Do you want me to read his? Heck long no. statement? Bre- yeah, I will read any. Yeah, read it all, baby. Okay, I will I'll, read his I'll long you, statement.
0: Oh, it's huge! <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I know we were supposed to say that, but hopefully, fans and retailers both know by now that I don't just say that stuff. <laughs> if I tell you something is going to be big, I mean it. And as far as my Venom run is concerned, this is a huge issue for fans and collectors alike. This is a big, big moment in the history of carnage and venom himself this is the very first chapter in something very very big be sure to be there when it all goes down in carnage born there's another statement another one when i was a little kid my mom used to drop me off at the ymca to be babysat while she was at work so naturally i would just sneak away down to the comic book store across the street nice the store was called jt's comics in garland texas and it was there. I first met Venom I've been there. and it was also there that I read the scariest comic book I'd ever read. It was called carnage mind bomb written by Warren Ellis yeah. with art by the incomparable Kyle Hotz, hots. Who's doing the cover nice for uh, this for uh, web, web, web of Venom and boy, oh boy, if you haven't read it, make sure you get, th- you get thee to a comic book store and check it out, but read it with the lights on because it will mess you up, man. It is brutal and insane and brilliant. It was there that the character of Carnage bloomed for me as a fan. He's been my favorite bad guy ever since, and to be able to write him is such a huge treat. And to my utter delight, Kyle Hotz has come back to Carnage to give us our cover. It's How is that for full circle? I'm very lucky
1: Venomaniac. That's really cool. That's really cool, man. So that's the book that you're, that you're probably yeah. talking about that yeah. could be bringing him in. I'm sure that is. Um, I'm sure that's the case. Now that I know it's called Mind Bomb, I'm going to look it up on Marvel Unlimited and read it. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for it immediately.
0: What do you guys think about this one, uh, Ben and Sparks?
2: <laughs> it does not sound like it will be as though it is a, tur- a turd blowing in the wind. Uh, <laughs> so God. I am uh, like a turd in the
1: wind. So I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, it's Kate's. Yeah, yeah. It's Why wouldn't Kate's. I be? On Come board? on.
3: We all, we all. I, I don't think
1: I've read a single bad comic yet that he's done. I'm Did waiting. you read that? Really? He didn't write that. He just does a story.
3: Oh, but how was it? I wonder.
1: Uh, issue one is good. Yeah. Okay. I got issue two. I haven't read it.
3: Uh, ben. The second you said Diane Case is writing, I'm like, sold. Yeah, that's, that's all. really At
0: this point, we've not read a bad comic by him. You could just put his name on anything, and we're going to read it. What up? A- yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and also, and again, also follow, to, follow writers.
3: Go, and also, to go back to the the uh, Dead Man Logan thing, when you first said Dead Man Logan, I'm thinking, ah, oh, great, they're killing Wolverine again. I'm kind of done with the whole, well, we just brought him back from the dead, where are going to kill him, but since it's the Old Man Logan time, I'm like, oh, no, that Old Man Logan, he, he he he's. it's time for him to go.
0: Or just keep him permanently and not bring back OG and Logan. Or or that.
3: Or that. Or just stop killing combo characters in general. Oh,
1: dude, are you kidding me? Okay, there's the death of the Inhumans. There's X-Men extermination. There's X-Men disassembled. Everyone's dying in like five minutes. Everybody's dying right now. Everyone's dying. Extermination.
0: And the thing is, like very recently a, some of the deaths actually do sk- actually do stick mm-hmm. like we like remember, you know, look at barry allen barry allen was dead for 30 years like okay. i think they're trying to yeah. do that again where they, they want to kill off the character they're like this character is going to be see, gone for a long but, time but like
1: comic timelines are so crazy like wolverine's been dead for three years but that is like 30 years in comic book land yeah because like that's that's actually pretty impressive like they usually kill him and bring him back in like six months yeah um, i i hmm. thought
0: when um when the avengers became uh, the superior iron man uh, uh, Falcon Cap and oh, yeah. Thor and uh, Lady uh, Thor. Yeah. Like I thought for sure that by the time Age of Ultron came out, they would have brought back the original Heck Avengers no. but they didn't. They they kept them up until like last year. I respect it. I love that. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, Well, Marvel Knights. We were all pretty excited about this when we first heard about it. Who's um, involved? Who's involved? Donny Cates. Oh! Is the oh. quote unquote showrunner of this book um, and I say of this book. It is a six-issue mini-series. It's not a new line of comics so like like, m- it w- like we were like we were one. Marvel night.
1: Knights is like the Avengers, and then the, all the s- separate series are different people. So it, no, it's it's just this.
2: No, he's saying that the Marvel Knights are like the Avengers. It's like of the all it's these the big individual characters book. coming together. Oh, They're, they okay. have a bunch
1: of separate books. So, so this is
0: uh, this is the Marvel Knights. This is still like the Marvel Knights line, and it was um. Some of it was out of continuity. Some of it was in continuity back in the old days. Um, We got some really good like Fantastic Four and Daredevil runs out of this one, even the Captain America by uh, uh, Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. um, Not to be confused with Punisher Max,
1: which was completely out of continuity. Uh, They killed him, right? I don't remember. They also reference stuff in that in that book because it's like one of the most famous Punisher runs. So like, it's continuity's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Um, but anyway, so this is actually, so Marvel Knights, unlike a new line of comics like we were speculating, is actually going to be a six-issue miniseries. Um, still going to be showrun by Donnie Cates. However, it will be writing, it will be written by Matthew Rosenberg, Tina Howard, and Vita Ayala. You're great. Yeah, I'm awful. <laughs> um, the first issue will be drawn by Charlie Foreman. The second issue will be drawn by Nico Henriksen and other, uh, Henry, Henry Chun. Travels going from DC and Marvel, just back and forth, back and forth. Um and the the third issue will be announced later, uh, but it's gonna be a monthly series. Would you say he's traveling?
2: Oh I don't like basketball. So oh, all right. <laughs> that both of you are d- terrible. Oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> the series will feature Daredevil Says the, the Punisher Space Jam shirt. Yeah, come <laughs> on and jam. Um the series will feature Daredevil, the Punisher, Black Panther, Electra, and other
1: heroes as they try to figure out a mystery that might affect the entire Marvel universe. So, yeah, I did see something about there's going to be digital comics. Oh, I didn't read that. Yeah, there's definitely going to be, because this is not the only book that's coming out in this line. Uh, it is, as far as I know. There's digital, I mean, like, physically, but there's... Because
0: there's, the digital comics have nothing to do with Marvel Knights, because they're doing a Jessica Jones and right now not Luke those, Cage.
1: Other, uh, I'll, I'll look it up later.
0: Okay. Yeah. As far as we know, this yeah. is all the information that I have. Yeah. Um, Dark Horse is putting out a God of War comic. It'll uh, be a prequel. Ben, are you excited about Marvel Knights? <laughs> <laughs> sorry I guess sure. so, I say it so
2: yeah I figured you no, no, no. didn't care
3: no 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 no. I, I. you said God of War tell me more about God of War I want to know about God of War now
2: yeah. I'm excited about Marvel Knights
4: <laughs>
0: excuse me sorry God of War will be written by Chris Robertson who is the writer of iZombie writer and creator of iZombie yes Uh, and drawn by Tony Parker uh, who wrote a book called This Damned Band
1: that's, that's an awesome that's an awesome book it's about a band that sells their soul to the devil to get famous The book's great. Um,
0: It's going to be a miniseries that will bridge the gap between God of War 3 to God of War 4. Um, Not its actual name, but kind of what we'll call it this time. The miniseries will center on Kratos' doings between the events of the original trilogy of games and the newest entry in the story. The comic opens with Kratos living in the frigid Norse North. God, I hate that word. I hate that. The frigid Norse North. Say that five times fast. Someone? No. (laughs) won't. (laughs) Um... After his campaign against the Greek gods is completed, Kratos tries to find somewhere to hang his hat, but after he tries to do a good deed for a stranger, he finds himself forced to to raise his weapons once again when a cult of berserker warriors
1: come after him. This is out, my birthday, November 14th. So, the initial, you saying there's going to be a God of War prequel comic gets me excited, but then I think about, I don't want... all Other IP comics? I don't want old God of War where he's just banging and murdering I want new God of War, and that's really really well written mm-hmm. so this book's got to be really well written well Chris Robert,
0: gonna... Chris Robinson is a good writer yeah. um, generally I don't put a lot of faith in IP comics yeah. um, especially yeah. from Dark Horse there's yeah. not a whole lot that they do that's well as far as IP yeah um,
1: but it could be it could be good it could be good I mean it's God of War so I'll definitely get the first issue
0: and I bet it's going to be like a lot of his internal struggle like coming to terms with himself and becoming the, the Kratos that we knew in, in God of War he'll learn how to say boy yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be like, B- <laughs> B- B- man, nope. What about you? So Ben, you are most excited about this as I as I said it a minute ago. What'd you think? Oh
3: yeah, oh no, because I wanted to know what happened at between um God of War's three and air quotes four, because we uh, still Ascension? don't get a lot called God of <laughs> War
1: Ascension. We all forget it.
3: Well, yeah, no, even screw they do. that game. No, because it. I want to see him going from Greece to on um, the north, the the north, so the like frigid the north north. Yeah, sure, the frigid north north. But also, Same I want to frigid north north. Nope, <laughs> nope. You got. You had one
4: <laughs>
3: frigid north north. Frigid north north. Frigid north north. All right, oh, not cool. fast enough. Look at that. Yeah, but I want to see how him and a uh, uh, faye like kind of hooked up. I want to see him raising. Seeing Faye with Atreus, and then him trying to be that—I don't think we're going to get that.
0: I think we'll. Well, I think we'll, this book is going to end
1: with him meeting Faye. See, the thing is, I, I. I don't think you can do big story stuff in this comic because I would take away possibly from the other games, right? Exactly. So you can't True. do stuff with Faye that's important to that character. I don't think yeah. it's just going to be like and a be side car- story. obviously
0: be careful because uh, Sparks hasn't finished the game. So oh yeah, I didn't say anything. Thank God. Yeah, no, I was, but I, I kind of saw your or your yeah. mind was going like, yeah, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Gotta put the brakes on that yeah. one.
2: What do you think, Sparks? I kind of agree with what Ryan's saying that like nothing too major can be taken care of in the graphic novels, yeah. so there's potential for it to just feel like fluff and meaningless. And there's yeah. also yeah. potential like for quest. it to yeah. like, not line up well. So yeah. Yeah. like one of those
3: beach I w- side quests. I would
1: just really like it to be, you know, we see his character growth. If there's a lot of internal monologue and in narrating, then I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm about. Yeah,
3: cool. Yeah, I'll, I would actually. Also, like to see him, like go, like calm down a little bit, still be stern, but not like Zeus, like all caps rage mode. Just all like the time. Zeus,
1: come on, <laughs> Zeus. Dog. Does this say like the like the, the the time period? Is this before Atreus is born? Is this yeah? So
0: okay. he, he's he's just arrived in north in the gotcha, Northlands. Okay. That's and,
1: that's. I guess you don't need too much a uh, uh, game explanation why he's there. You yeah, can, that's cool. Okay, uh,
0: so I think they've 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 hit a place where it's like yeah, we know. We know where his story goes, and there's enough in in, this, in the between time that they can tell in a comic book that we probably wouldn't get in the next game or something like that.
1: And to be fair, we're probably not getting another God of War game for like three to five years, so like I'll oh, take yeah. I'll take whatever I can get, I guess. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Anything else on that one before the last bit of comic book news?
2: I think I'd actually prefer if there wasn't a lot of internal monologuing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather that you just conveyed things w- well with. The arts gotta be really With the at. art and the uh, yeah. and the way that you write the scenes that take place, because that's more Kratos than anything. No, that's true. I just,
1: I, yeah, I just, I want to. I don't
2: want to suddenly live in his head.
1: Well, no, I, I guess you're right. I just, I just want, I, I don't want the the old God of War. I don't want it to. Just no, be, I like, get just you. Nonsense action and just yelling a lot. No, so, no, I get you. I just, I hope. I want to see his internal struggle
2: because he's not a character who's going to be just talking randomly. But I also don't think I want to see his internal thoughts either.
1: I guess he's a weird character to to, to make a main, yeah, as a comic because like he doesn't talk a lot. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And uh, we'll move it on a bit. Buffy the Vampire Slayer has lived a dark horse for 20 years. Wow. And we've been doing some incontinuity. Uh, season 8, didn't, 9, 10, Didn't we just 11, talk about like a, like a new Buffy thing? Buffy the Vampire Slayer season 12 was a four issue. It was is that, four issue the, miniseries. that last thing? This is going to be the last thing. Gotcha. Uh, Fox is taking back the rights to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer comics. Think they're going to reboot? Don't know. Could be, could go to boom like uh, Firefly did.
1: Mm. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, which has been entirely possible. But yeah, this is... This is a, I think, truthfully, I think this we're gonna see a lot more of this. Yeah. Is this uh, a,
1: Is this just like it's been twenty years and like the contracts up, or like we're we're taking it back? They're taking it back. Gotcha. So I feel like they're planning something.
0: Yes, they're planning something. I think that this is not obviously it's not the first Firefly did this, but I don't think this is gonna be the last. I think Predator and I think Alien are probably leaving Dark Horse soon too.
1: Oh man, are those at least the Alien books are good too. Ooh. Some of them are, yeah. I don't want ooh Alien go to Boom or something. That'd be weird. Marvel. Disney! Yeah.
4: Yeah That's
0: what I'm getting at. I think yeah. this is the I think this is the next in in the long line of this of this happening. I can't wait
1: to see the Disney superhero princess alien. You know what? You joke. I kinda wanna see what that looked like. <laughs> um An alien so queen is now technically a princess, I guess.
0: Sparks, have you It should be
2: Xena the Warrior Princess.
0: Have you uh is Xenomorph the Warrior Princess? <laughs> <laughs> have you been keeping up with the Buffy the Vampire Slayer comics? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, what about
4: you?
3: Uh, no. Okay, cool. I, I haven't read seen watched, season eight. i I've only seen one episode of the show my entire life. Oh, okay.
0: Really? It's a, it's a good show. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. Charmed is better.
1: It's not. I, it's not. I hate myself for
0: saying that. <laughs> it's not.
1: No, but the funny thing is I watched more Charmed than I watched Buffy, so like, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> I think Buffy's the better show. I th- yeah. Buffy <laughs> is the better show.
0: Well, anyway, think, speaking of a better show, Structure Discovery.
1: <gasps> yeah, well, we have,
0: We can't say. <laughs> we, we can't, can't say. say. We can't. haven't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> um... What was that? Anybody hear that, that noise? Was that was Ben. Ben, are you okay, buddy? Yeah. Or that was on Ben's Did you die? End. No. There was a sound. Ben's end. Starship so Discovery News, they've cast Spock. Yes. Have they? They have. <laughs> Sparks is copying me. Please He's me doing me a pose. With, with the news.
4: <laughs> right. Who is it?
0: Ethan Peck, or his full name, Ethan Gregory Peck. He is the grandson of the late, great Gregory Peck. Heck yeah. Who, Ben, do you know who that is?
3: Yeah, that's the guy who played Atkins Finch and Kill a Mockingbird.
0: Good job, buddy. Oh, well At- done. At- is Finch is I would have gone Ahab and Moby Dick, but yeah.
3: Mm. Nope, Atkins Finch. Hmm.
0: Anyway, so he did, he posted a, a really cute photo of him with the Nimoy family. Um, I always forget that Leonard Nimoy's son is married to Dax from Star Trek D Space Nine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, they're all doing the thing. This is the third actor to play Spock. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, Zachary Quinto, and now Ethan Peck. Uh, before I get to Kurtzman's uh, gagging statement, oh um, no, <laughs> <laughs> I just hate him. That's that's all. It's actually fine. Yeah. What do you guys think about the about a- casting a third actor to play Spock?
1: Uh, I think it's bold that they're doing it, and he. Uh, I've never seen him act in anything. I don't think
0: he. Well, he's done. He's done voice work for Halo Four and Five, but he's been mostly bit parts and most everything, okay. and some some straight
1: to DVD yeah. uh, movies. Just judging from the look, he looks he looks to park. So yeah. I'll I'll if I ever watch that show, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, Sparks.
0: I have no strong opinions one way or another, yeah. to
2: be
1: honest. All right.
3: uh,
0: ben, any any opinions at all on casting Spock for a third time?
3: Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was good. They're going to just ask, hopefully give Zachary Quinn a whole lot of money to do a little cameo, but I guess not. So. Yeah, I think he weird. looks
2: too old. At this point? Yeah. Now. For the, how young Spock's supposed to be in the show, correct? Yeah,
0: yeah. okay. I would like to see... Uh, I would be interested to see if they end up doing... like. The original pilot Spock, the one who didn't fully realize what the character was going to be and Mm -hmm. was actually very emotional. It would
2: be weird to see Zachary Quinto's Spock, but not uh Bruce
0: Greenwood's Pike. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah.
2: If you're having a different Pike, you gotta have a different Spock.
0: Yeah, I agree with that one. And Anson Elgort looks great as Pike. I keep looking at the picture. That is a sexy man.
1: Who what did you say his name was? Anson Elgort. Nope. Anson Mount (laughs) Mount. Anson Mount. (laughs) Baby Driver is Spock. Hey, actually. Yeah, you know what? Young Spock, okay, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. yeah Give him right. those cool glasses. Alex Kurtzman says,
0: Through 52 years of television and film, a parallel universe and a mirror universe, Mr. Spock remains the only member of the original bridge crew to span every era of Star Trek. The great Leonard Nimoy, that's not true. E- Enterprise doesn't have a Spock. Take uh, that, Kurtzman.
4: <laughs> the great oh.
0: Leonard Nimoy, then the brilliant Zachary Quinto, brought incomparable humanity to a character forever torn between logic and emotion. We searched for, for months for an actor who would, like them, bring his own interpretation to the role... An actor who would, like them, effortlessly embody Spock's great greatest qualities beyond obvious logic, empathy, intuition, compassion, confusion, and yearning. Mm-hmm. Ethan Peck walked into the room inhabiting all of these qualities, aware of his daunting responsibility to Leonard, Zack, and the fans, and ready to confront the challenge in the service of protecting and expanding on Spock's legacy. Spock's legacy. In that spirit, we're
1: thrilled to welcome him to the family. You know Fox my Christmas. favorite... Uh Spock. Do you think he just walked in confused? And <laughs> they'd be like, that's him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> my favorite Spock moment is when he's chasing uh, When he's chasing Khan on these like space buses. I will. And kill then he you. repeatedly punches him in the face multiple times because that's that's the uh, Spock that I remember. That's I the you. Spock that Kurtzman wrote, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I that's I the hate Spock I know. So much. That's the Spock I know. I hate all of this. <laughs> hey man. Hey,
3: my third fer- hey, my <laughs> favorite Spock moment is when he's uh reaching out to the glass to uh to Kirk on the Enterprise, and then Spock yells. God! Hey, you know what?
1: that's a bad one you know too, what dude. <laughs> you're all fired. fired
3: yeah okay we're gonna walk
1: now Bye. <laughs> um they're also like after this came out there was like talks like oh maybe they'll cast a james t kirk to show up for some reason no 10 years he would be a lieutenant there'd yeah. be no point in having a Kirk. they're just you know they got spocked like hey let's oh no
0: kirk. they could do it let's get they pe- could do yeah, it like let's get pe- let's get people to actually watch the show <laughs> They could cast a Kirk. They could do it like they can have him be like, hey, we
1: just ran into this ship that Kirk's was stationed yeah, on. He's it. just like a, he's like a ensign or something. I hate everything I just said. Hey, man, but that's like that's what happens when you bridge the timelines. Like you're going to meet characters when they're young or old. Yeah.
0: And I, this is also what happens when you when you create a, a sibling to Spock that nobody thought existed. And you need to have Spock. Like I always knew this was going to happen. I was just wondering if they would if they would actually do it. Yes. The answer is yes. And the answer is yes. The answer know. is yes. And yeah, I mean, the whole second season is the search mm.
1: for Spock. Uh, that's my ninth favorite starship. <laughs> Are there nine? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's 12. Okay, cool. Make can share. Anyway.
0: So, I'd all try. right. I don't think I'm the only one who has a strong opinion on that one, but Man, like, we'll see.
1: I'm going to watch that show eventually. I really will. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I will too. <laughs> I just don't know when. We have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Right. Watchmen. Some good news. What's that? Who watches them? The Watchman. My father was a watchmaker. That's all I remember. The series
0: Watchmen has officially been picked up and greenlit. Um, HBO had series order, baby. HBO had a pilot ordered, uh, no guarantee for series, and they have now ordered the full series. um, With the what was it? The 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 the. the
1: image they, they send out said, Nothing ever ends. Nothing ever ends. And I showed this to you at the very end of Watchmen. That's what Adrian says. To, uh, that's what uh, Dr. Manhattan says to Adrian. He's like, ends? Adrian, nothing ever ends. Because I'm sure, yeah. So I'm just like, dude, is this a sequel? Is it a that's modern... What, that's it's what so, Ryan and, I'm and I were talking s- about. I'm, I'm so like, is it continuing on? Is it I'm so excited. and like, I'm so excited.
0: Dude. HBO released a statement. Set in an alternate history where Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original... ground. Oops, I skipped this, I skipped this uh, entire line. Oopsie. Set in an alternate history where superheroes are treated as outlaws, Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel while attempting to break new ground of its own.
2: So, my theory that I was saying to Ryan is because they posted the image Nothing Ever Ends, that it's Dr. Manhattan who has created an alternate history post the original graphic novel.
1: This is definitely post the original graphic novel No, I know, but I mean like
2: that Dr. Manhattan has created it. Oh interesting.
1: Yeah, man It's like it's again. It's so early to tell but like I just have so much faith in Damon Lindelof Especially again. I keep talking about the leftovers That is one of the bleakest shows of all time and like Watchmen is a dark sad book It's a everyone thing like the whole Alan Moore's whole thing was like it's the antithesis of being a superhero. Like superheroes are like are sad and they go through a lot of shit and it's like not the American dream. And I really feel like Damon Lindelof is gonna capture that Mm -hmm. way more than that movie because the movie gets the visuals right, it doesn't get what the book is about. So, would you say that Damon Lindelof is at his best when he's writing bleak stuff?
0: Yes. (laughs) So, then why did he write Star Trek in the Darkness? Because it was bleak.
4: Oh, I hate you.
1: Yeah, it's Into the Darkness, it's literally in the title. You can go now. It's also the bleakest (laughs)
2: Star Trek movie just because it's sad. Yeah,
0: I was sad watching. Yeah, (laughs) there you (laughs) go. Sorry. Um, So as no release date has been announced, but it's got a 2019 release release window. Uh, Damon Lindelof said, I don't know if this is a new quote or this is an old quote, but uh, some of the characters will be unknown, new faces, new masks to cover them. We also intend to revisit the past century of costume adventuring through a surprising yet familiar set of eyes.
1: Yeah, man. Doctor
0: Manhattan created an alternate history. I'm just saying
1: mm-hmm. that'd be so dope.
2: Doctor Manhattan went. I'm going to make my own little reboot here. And then, then Superman shows up, and the
0: comedian comes back, and what's going on? Doomsday Clock? <laughs> It'd be interesting if like they do that, and it's actually a way to make Doomsday Clock in this continuity. Jesus, because they could just oh, be like, no. Doctor Manhattan did it again.
1: It's like this is like actually like a secret DC HBO like uh, uh, shared universe, like shared universe that they're just trying out. Oh my god, that'd be funny, right? Trailers. Ooh. We'll start with Iron Fist. Hey man, pretty okay. Uh, for a show that's about kung fu, I want the kung fu to look good, and it looks good. That's that's all I can really say. I mean, it looks
4: okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, sparks. he was doing. The- oh, no. Go uh, ahead. No, go ben. ahead, Ben. No, I was, I was gonna say, um, Danny Rand was he was turning on that Iron Fist quite a bit, and even the other guy who got the Red Fist. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what that what that fist is. I don't know if that's like the copper fist or whatever. But <laughs> it's the, bro- the bronze hand. Well who are you? The bronze I'm the hand. The copper I don't know. fist. <laughs> who knows? That's but, one
2: of the funniest yeah. things you've ever said, Ben.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I think the you. copper fist. <laughs> wow. Next week's intro fish. is
0: gonna be like and the copper fist, bad magnet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. But it looks good. I mean, the Kung Fu looks a whole lot better than the um the trailer from the first season, so it's like, you know what, I might actually give this a shot.
0: The Kung Fu no. looks a whole lot better than the first season.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this trailer was like the best fighting in any of that last season. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we didn't see all of it. Hopefully, there's still more. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're doing some of the Fraction Brewbreaker um, Immortal Iron Fist stuff. That'd be um, cool. Like with the mask and like, like tournaments and stuff. So, like, hopefully, there's a tournament in this thing. What about what? you, Sparks? What do you got? I more or less agree with Ryan. Yeah. Kung Fu looks This good. is what's going to happen. When you guys good. are going to live together. You're going to become one person. I don't do you think want, that's Would, that's gonna would you rather Fusion Dance or Portera Earrings? Because uh, we learned you can get out of the port of earrings.
2: Uh, Spoilers. I mean, fusion dance, because then we can weird people out, because we'll definitely get it wrong at first. And oh, we're so fat. Oh, dude, yeah. And then so old. Oh, and then so super good. old and gangly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, would we be Rarks or Spryan?
4: <laughs> I hope Spryan. I think, I think we'd
1: have to be Rarks. Rarks. No, I want Spryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You don't
5: get a vote. You're not fusing.
2: Um, no, uh, Iron Fist. Man, I need to catch up on the Netflix shows. Me um, too, buddy
1: i want iron fist to be good dude i like that character so much you know what i think
2: i'm just so checked out until it actually i actually watch it yeah like you you can't sell me on iron fist at this point unless it's actually good when i'm watching it then i'll be sold but like no trailer is gonna make me go man this looks good finally because
1: they haven't given you any reason to believe it no No. yeah even the new showrunner like who knows i mean i'm
2: hopeful yeah yeah but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get hyped until I'm watching it, and then if it's good, I'll be like, "Man,
1: this is really good! Great, cool! I can be on board with yeah. this now." At least. So Iron Fist season one had bad fighting and bad acting. So if this at least has good fighting, it's already gonna be better, <laughs> no matter what. Right. So we'll see. You've got fifty percent of the way the better. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, fifty percent is better than no percent. That's true. Yeah. Uh, still, F, some though. good writing would be nice too. No, I'm not the, I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying, if you brought a report card home that was a zero and a fifty, the fifty would be better. <laughs> I
0: don't think that's how report cards work. It some,
1: was for me, some, some good writing, I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah.
2: Well,
4: oh, bye, Ben. Down. down
2: goes Ben. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Star Wars Resistance released its first trailer.
1: Man, I feel every single time there's a new Star Wars show. It's like super divided because I saw so many people like this looks bad and looks like really cartoony. I'm like, they said the same thing about Clone Wars. They said the same thing about Rebels. Rebels. So I still stand by what I said to you when we watched the trailer, which is that with each animated
2: project that they've put out for Star Wars, it feels like they've gotten less and less detail in the face. Yeah. Okay. Which is a problem I have. I don't have a problem with the animation overall. Yeah. But I do have a problem with the fact that from Clone Wars to Rebels, it felt like there was less emotion being conveyed in the characters' faces. And this I'll agree looks with an, that. this looks like an even further step away from conveying emotion in their faces. Yeah. And that that bothers me just because I'm like I don't understand why that choice is so happening. I have
0: a, so I have a thing about the about the animation I want to touch on real quick. Um, the animation. So it looks very much like Batman Ninja Godzilla City on the Edge of Forever. Like three. But the way, way better for that, uh, than that though. But, uh, but it, it does it's do that kind of it's that kind of like beautiful it's it is beautiful animation it does look like it looks really nice but you don't see a lot of emoting with that animation I don't feel
2: I mean I haven't watched Batman Ninja but that trailer they had good character faces for yeah. Batman Ninja I haven't yeah, watched the, it either. the Joker yeah 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 no like so it's it's doable I don't know what that choice is I don't love that choice related to the faces everything else in the animation for this looks great you
1: think it's because they got Oscar Isaac and he's really expensive and they have to cut the budget <laughs>
2: No, I'm just kidding. I don't, because it's still Disney. No,
0: I know. I also saw a thing where people <laughs> were saying, yeah, it's, it really sucks when they get like major actors to be voices and in, in shows because they don't know how to do it right. And I, after I after I read that right, that kind of thing is like, yeah, it's a different skill set being a voice actor than it's being a vo- uh, being yeah. a normal actor. I'm it's like, true. And I was reading that, I was like, oh yeah, no, that is actually all the all like the major actors kind of sound a little weird than the, like the professional voice actors. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Gwendo- Gwendolyn Christie will probably be fine.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what do we think about this one, outside of that one?
2: Uh, I'm glad that they confirmed that Gwendolyn Christie's in it. Did, we didn't saw they, a golden phasma. Didn't yeah. they already confirm it? No, I'm ju- I, I don't know. If they had, I hadn't heard about it till oh. this week, so.
0: Well, so let me read one. Because I want
2: more of her. But um, I uh, animation looks really good for all the, like, spaceships and the droids and all the, like, just all the highlight. action stuff looks really good. But, again, like, I just... I don't know why they have to make those changes no, I to agree. their character I agree. faces. Yeah,
0: I totally, I totally uh, see what you're saying. You, I get over
2: from. it. I got over it with Rebels. I'll get over it with this, this if The has, writing's good.
0: Actually, the same problem I had with Rebels, which is this is definitely the pilot. This is all footage from the pilot. Yeah. Um, it can always
1: get better. Yeah. yeah, it can always get better.
2: No, no, Poe Dameron is a pilot, Brandon.
1: <sighs> can we fire Burt Randon? Oh, no. Do we fire you? Who do we fire in this situation? It'd be him. Oh, okay, cool. There's so much firing. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, we can't fire Bert Randon because that's not a person.
0: <laughs> Burt Reynolds? Hey, b- nice to meet you. My name is Burt Randon. Oh, hey, Bert Randon. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, hey, Bert. What was I saying? Right. So this is definitely footage from the pilot, and it's definitely geared towards a more uh, childlike audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, much like Rebels was in the beginning, much like Clone Wars was in the beginning, So a lot of people were saying like this looks like it's too much like a kids show, but you know you always got to remember that both Rebels and Clone Wars got a lot darker as the series went on. A similar thing could happen. That's true. Yeah,
2: I don't feel like they still need to start in that lighter. I agree. Not taking it serious place anymore. I agree. I understood it with Rebels because you were transitioning over to Disney from Cartoon Network and everything. So whatever,
1: but this I. This is rebels, between... rebels ended in a heavy dark place. This is between six and seven, correct? This is just before seven. Okay, so so it's still technically there's peace in the galaxy, right? Like, Some like, kind, like kind of peace. Technically, so I mean, like, I... there's a
0: there's a steady armistice between yeah. the First
2: Order
1: and the Republic. So like, we're not at full scale war yet. So I can see why they're starting in a happier place. So it's gonna get dark.
2: Happier place is fine. Um, aiming for like kid friendly dialogue and stuff is more what we're talking about. Oh, okay, gotcha. And okay. that you know you don't you're not tackling your. Your characters don't sound like real people. They're a little and even more. And even Ezra
0: in the beginning was felt like a real person, whereas this character feels like. Woo! I'm so excited. Well, granted, I mean, Ezra felt like a joke in the trailers too. That's true. So a lot of this could be different. Uh, So the first episode is going to be out October seventh at 10 p.m. It's going to be an hour long premiere. Uh, The show centers around Kazuda Ziono a.k.a. Kaz. That's a
1: fake name, so you can butcher
0: that. Yeah, a.k.a. Kaz, a young pilot recruited by the Resistance for a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. In the one-hour premiere titled The Recruit, Poe Dameron and BB-8 assign newly appointed spy Kaz to the Colossus, a massive aircraft refueling uh, platform on an outer-rim water planet, home to colorful new aliens, droids, and creatures. While undercover, Kaz works as a mechanic and lives with Poe's old friend, Jaeger. His name is Jack Jaeger. That's he's the you think he's the brother of Katey (laughs) Ager? Jesus, I think I found a transformer. A veteran pilot who operates a starship repair shop run by his crew Tam, Niku, and their old battered astromech droid Bucket. Kaz (laughs) soon finds himself in over his head while his I'm getting bored reading this (laughs) and with his newfound friend BB-8, or he'll have to compete in dangerous sky races, keep his mission a secret from his newfound family and avoid the danger of the first order. Okay. S- so that
2: that was the same problem that I had with rebels was like on paper
1: plucky young pilot no interest. <laughs> yeah.
2: zero interest. It, it the content became good. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. So I can't judge anything about resistance yet. Yeah. Content has to be good. Yeah. Because like the the whole idea sounds way too <sighs> yeah, it Cookie really Carter. does.
0: Like I want I to want I want us to go away from this planet which is Star Wars, so obviously we will. And I want to get more about the politics of what actually is going on with the First Order and the in the Republic,
2: which I can guarantee you won't at least season 2.
0: Right. So like maybe season two of even season Wars. 3. Clone Wars season 2 was the, when we got the Bounty Hunters. Yep. And that was awesome. Yeah. Rebel oh, season 2 oh, is when yeah. we got Vader. Yeah, that
1: was great. Oh yeah, okay. Vader and Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um well anyway, so we got an official voice cast. It's a long one. Oscar Isaac is Poe Dameron. Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma, obviously.
1: Golden Phasma.
0: Uh, General Leia Organa Ooh. will be in the show. Nice. Uh, voiced by Rachel Butera. 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 <laughs> butter up. <laughs> sure. Bread and butter up. <laughs> I just gave up. Rachel Bertrandon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's actually pretty exciting that, they, that they, they cast another. This is not the first
1: voice actress to be Leia Organa. No. Uh, they had a Leia in Rebels. They did. And ma- and it would make sense to include the character because she's vital to the story. Yeah. So it's not. Yes. It's cool that they're not just like... She ruined oh. her political career to start this resistance. Nice. Princess no more.
0: Books, man.
2: Ben, what yeah. do you think?
3: Well, <clears throat> actually I had the same thought that you did, Sparks, because I was watching the trailer and I was like, this does look kind of kid-friendly and that's what Rebels looked like, that's what Clone Wars was. But then, of course, as season two of all those shows happened, it got a little darker, and also got a little more, mm, I want to say, it got a little more intense, and they got that's to, what I like.
0: They got to expand on the lore of Star Wars towards the <clears> end yeah, of the shows. Is,
3: which is like, you're we're doing a show about a resistance, like, hey, this kid just has to be a spy in the First Order, or or try to like find out who's loyal the First Order and who isn't, and yet he is like smiling and trying to fix his ship, which is obviously from the pilot, and like,
0: Dude, I'm not here to see that. And we got one the
3: voice like, actor for Bucket.
0: Hmm. Sorry. Yeah,
1: I don't know who yeah. that is. That, that that's Bill hater. That's definitely the thing I'm most excited about. Is like, like,
0: Also, he's partnering up with BB-8. and I'm just kind of like, wait. So wait, Poe Dameron's best friend is BB-8. Oh, yeah. And BB-8 never spends any time with Poe Dameron.
1: Well, it's just because every time something crazy happens, they get separated. But like, they probably have a lot of time spent together.
0: Because the show BB-8 is with
1: this new kid.
0: Mm-hmm. And the sh- movies, he's with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Who
1: is he hanging out with Poe? Maybe Poe has other other BBs. But
0: he, you know what? He is always happy to see Poe. So you know that's true friendship, buddy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, let me finish. The, the, finish mean, for what you're saying, uh, Ben.
3: No, what I was gonna say is that we there's this really cool shot of what I think is Phasma, a stormtrooper blasting something, Golden but that's only on screen for literally half a second, and then it's like them, and then it's this this new kid flying his ship and trying to get out of trying to try uh, Kaz trying to fix the ship is like, oh come on, baby, which is literally a hunk of junk. So it's like I am not here for that. I want it I want to see stuff him in the military. I want to see stuff, him trying to figure out, okay, how big of a threat is the first door, really, not him trying to be like, oh, Poe Dameron, starry eyed. Yeah. But of course it's Disney's it's Disney Channel. We'll probably get that season two. So we'll Yeah, we to- don't we
0: can only we can only hope. Uh, Christopher Sean is playing from Days of Our Lives is playing Kaz. That's the only credit I have on him. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sure you've done other things. <laughs> Susie McGrath from EastEnders as Rivora, Rivora. Scott Lawrence from Legion oh, p- played Jarek Yeager, not Jack Yeager. Jarek Yeager. Okay, I'll say
1: cool. that's, the, that's not a Star Wars name. Yeah. Jack. Jarek Yeager. Wait I a mean, Luke. What am I saying? His name's Luke. Just kidding.
0: Um, Mirna Valesco from Elena of Avalor. I think that's actually supposed to be Avalon. I didn't look into that. Mm. Tora no, it's Doza. Avalor. Avalor. <laughs> Elena of Avalor. That's that's a Disney show. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Tora Doza this is the character name. Um, Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley will play Niku Boza. Donald
1: Faison from Scrubs. Donald Faison's playing. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> you, I, Say I, it. Yep. Hype Faison. Nope, his name's Hype Faison, just like his name is Faison. It's Faisonand. It looks like Faison. <laughs> it's a F- Fazonand. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love, I love Donald Faison. I can't wait to hear his no, I voice. I love him too. Yeah. Jim Rash
0: from Community. Yep. And Captain America Civil War. For five minutes. Uh, Felix and Bobby Moynihan from DuckTales <gasps> as Bobby! Orca. He's from SNL. He's great. Felix and Orca are best friends,
1: I guess. Those are, those are the characters i like, I'm like Tag about. and Bink, I guess. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah. I just want to see sweet First Order stuff. First Order? New first Order? First Order? First Order, yeah. First Order. I was like, what's their names? I really just want to see, yeah, like the politics of mm. stuff. And I really, it's you're probably right. We're probably not going to see any of that cool stuff. Until like <laughs> season two. It's probably
0: right. not going to even leave the planet until season one. This is the end of season one.
1: You can't even say I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> I can't say you're wrong. Now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ooh. man. I'm, Who knows? I'm I, like I said before, I didn't watch Rebels, but I'm more excited for this show because of, of the time period. I just bought Rebels season three.
2: Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait until you guys actually are caught up on all the you're going to get caught up because we live together now um but uh drink every time we say that rebels now. rebels uh had a thing introduced in its last episodes that should have been star wars jumping the shark and i know what it is and yeah, i'm still I know not okay with it. it yeah but
0: but that's the thing is like in the context like you're like okay and even dave filoni said we just use it for this it's never gonna be used again
2: Yeah, I know he's saying that. Okay, Deadpool too, but he created it now, and now someone else can use it. Yeah, down the road because it exists. I can't.
0: If it's Abrams, it'll be butchered. You see? Yeah. So that's why I'm like,
1: (gasps) oh, I didn't even think about. Oh no! If Abrams uses it, it's butchered. If Dave Filoni uses it, it's kind of sweet. I didn't even consider that being in the movie. Gross. Well, anyway, next next topic.
0: (laughs) So uh, earlier today, we sat down with Steve Alton. Yes. The author of Meg, A Novel of today? Deep Terror. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Where's this really day attend. going? How are you doing, Ben?
0: I'm doing good. Cool. Uh, so Sparks, Ryan and I, we, we discussed
1: uh, the movie, the comic, and uh, the book. We discussed Meg, mm-hmm. The Meg, and The Meg Graphic Novel. Uh, Meg, A Novel of Deep Terror. Thank you. The Meg. Thank you. And The Meg,
2: A Graphic
0: Novel.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Those are all correct. All good things.
0: So uh, we'll see you on the other side of that. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Break on through.
2: We're here with uh, Mr. Steve Alton, who wrote the original Meg novel, um, and all of the uh, books that came after, and we're here to talk about uh, adapting that into the film, and the graphic novel, and all that other good stuff. Um, so, uh, Mr. Alton, how does it feel after all these years to have the uh, book turned into a film?
5: Well, it's a humbling experience, so it feels good. Um, the uh, director and producers got the tone right, and the cast right, and... Most important, the
0: shark, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, I just finished uh, the book actually, not too not too long ago, and I was amazed at how much scientific research you did for it. Um, were you a fan of that sort of shark beforehand, or or did you just kind of want to want a monster and then kind of worked your way backwards?
5: Well, when I was 15, I saw Jaws, and then I read the book, and then I read everything I could about sharks, and there was always a little blurb about Carcharodon Megalodon, the prehistoric cousin of the Great White, but nothing commercial had ever been written about it. And then 20 years later, when I was 35, uh, in August of 1995, I read a Time magazine, and the article talked about the Mariana Trench and hydrothermal vents and this amazing gorge at the bottom of the ocean unexplored, and I thought... You know, what was that shark that I used to read about? Might be make a good book if it, if it was found down there. And so I went to the library to do some research to see if it was feasible. And sure enough, I found that it was, and decided to write the book.
2: That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um. So, uh, how much involvement did you have in uh, creating the graphic novel that uh, was released?
5: The graphic novel.
2: Yeah the uh, the graphic novel adaptation of your book.
5: Well, the graphic novel is is the book. I mean, it's, it's word for word almost out of the book.
2: Did they ever come and consult you about any of the uh, character designs they went with?
5: Did you mean the script?
2: Um, roughly, and also just uh, creating the imagery of the characters you'd created.
5: Well, the graphic novel is a comic book. That yes. That is that. That's basically taken straight out of the book.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: The script is much different, and no, I didn't have any input in that.
0: Okay. Gotcha um, So I had a quick question about So I was looking into the to the novel The first novel And you rewrote it in 2015 um, Why did you decide to do that? Why did you decide to go back and rewrite the book uh, So long after the book had already been released?
5: Well there was a prequel that I had written Called Mega Origins And I wanted to include that in the book And then when I went and uh, added it I realized that the writing didn't match because I, you know, progressed so much as a writer over the last 15 years that um, I had to rewrite the, the the first book. So it was something that had one had been kicking around anyway. So I took about six months to rewrite it. Uh,
0: what what sort of things did you change? Did you like decide to like update the science, or did you kind of want to keep the the core uh, the same and try to you know, just kind of make it a little bit smoother.
5: Uh, There were some updates. There were some character developments. There was a couple of scenes that were added. Um, There was some development with the, with um, the, the, actually the the final scene was changed slightly to something that was uh, not as far-fetched.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, you do a really great job of making the book, uh, feel very realistic, uh, and I was I was amazed by it, by that. Like I, I just gotta say I really loved the book. I thought it was excellent.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. I I've, I've been a big fan of that book uh, ever since I got to read it about um, thirteen years ago. So th- th- it's crazy. Um, in the uh, adaptation that the film became, um, was there any moment in particular from uh, the book that you were either like really uh, happy to see? Directly adapted to the screen, or one that you wish had been.
5: I think they did a really nice job with the Mariana Trench and the uh, the immersion into the tropical layer. Mm. I thought that was well done.
2: Yeah, that did look really great.
0: Yeah. So what? Did, what did um? When the movie came out, it was well. Not when the movie came out. Sorry. Let me phrase this a little bit differently. When you were when the movie started to kind of. Uh, be developed yeah Get Traction it was with Disney at first did you ever feel like that was kind of a a good a good fit or were you kind of maybe a little hesitant when Disney had the rights for the the short period it did
5: no I mean Disney's Hollywood Pictures is a major studio but what happened was the um, they had trouble with the script and then they had uh, the president of the studio was fired and when that happened when that happens other uh, the new guy is never gonna take the old guy's work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the rights reverted. And then in two thousand and four, uh, a friend of mine, Nick Dunziata, who was the founder of Chut dot com Cinematic in Center Development. He uh found that I had the rights back and he took it to uh two colleagues of his, uh, Lloyd Levin and Cameron Del Toro, who had just uh finished Hellboy. And uh They asked, they had me write a script, and, uh, I worked on it with Jan DeBond, the director, and that package was taken to New Line. And they, uh, optioned it, but they brought in a new screenwriter who took the book in a completely entire different direction, just a completely different storyline. And that was not very good. And two years later, the rights reverted back to me. And then I took them to producer Belle Avery because I knew she believed in the project. And Belle, Safeguarded them, and while well, well, the two of us wrote a new script that she took out and shopped to raise uh, about 150 million dollars for the budget.
0: Oh, that's incredible. So it's a big budget, yeah. yeah. So you, so up until really just kind of recently, you were really heavily involved with the with the writing of the film.
5: Uh, up to about three years ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's incredible.
2: Um. So now that the film has been released and, uh, and is doing fairly well at the box office, um, do you have any hopes or aspirations for what you want to see happen, either with another Meg film or even one of your other book properties?
5: With the Meg series? Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that a little bit.
2: Um, do you have any, okay. uh, any... Meg
5: series or other books?
2: Either or. Either one
5: make series i hope they make a sequel and i hope it follows the storylines of the books Mm. Uh, as far as other projects um the lot has been optioned and uh, there's one other uh novel of mine that that has also been optioned
4: uh
1: as a big fan of comic books i quite enjoyed the graphic novel and i was curious do you plan to have any more um um, sequels uh, for comics instead of you know just movies because i'm more of a comic book guy than a movie guy myself
5: i think it would be fun it
1: depends what the offer is and and who's doing it gotcha okay cool
2: uh yeah um in uh the uh adaptation of the film um certain characters uh kind of got shifted around or uh changed up or uh things like that um were there any that stood out to you as a you know major improvements like the addition of um uh the child that uh, Suyun has. How do, how did you feel about her her being added into the film?
5: I think she um sort of made the Jason Statham character uh softer and more human. So uh I think she did a good job in counterbalancing his toughness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, that was a lot of fun. Um I wanna go back to the book real quick. did you always intend it to be a series? Or did you, or were you just kind of hoping that you were like, "Let's, oh, i will to put this book out, and if it does well, maybe I'll do another one." Or did you like always intended to be, have a sequel?
5: I never intended to write six of them. Oh. Uh, when I wrote the first one, I was off to another project, and then had to come back and write the trench. When we had a, we had a, a major hassle with my first publisher, who had canceled part of my second book deal at the last minute, as a, as a money-saving venture. And uh, so I had to sue to get the rights back to what would would eventually be re- written as do- domain. And then in between, I wrote The Trench and got that out, you know, oh. just for survival.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, this, the most recent edition of the book was put out by Viper Press. Um, do you have any intention of making a new audiobook for it?
5: No, the audio is
2: fine. <laughs> um, this is this is a little more off the beaten path, personal uh, question. But outside of the Meg novels, um, which one of your works do you hold in uh, really high regard? Like you're you're really proud of it. You you really appreciate doing it. Would it be like a Grim Reaper or, or Shell Game or the Lock?
5: All of my novels are sort of like my children, and they're all a little bit different. But they were all Part of me, and and consumed a, a large portion of my life for the times that I worked on them. I mean, Grim Reaper and Chugging took two years each. I mean, those were very long, heavy task novels. Um, something like Meg doesn't take as long anymore, but um, you know, when you spend that time with a book, you know, it goes a long way, becomes part of you, and and uh, you know, those books were difficult to write.
1: Right. Yeah, it's hard to pick your favorite kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You You put a lot of work into Shell Game and Grim Reaper, and it showed in both of them. Uh, are Are either one of those ones you'd really, really like to see transferred to film?
5: Grim Reaper would be amazing. I, I I see it more as a series than I do as a film.
2: I I agree with you entirely. I agree with you entirely on that one. Um, I
5: think Mega Project would be excellent as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, well, it looks like uh, you're out of time. Uh, one just more One question, though. Yeah, one more
2: question, um, and then we'll let you go. Uh, what Do you have a, an intention on an end for the Meg series? Um, I don't know if six is quite the end for you, is it?
5: There'll be one more, and we'll see what happens after that. But uh, there's no specific end I have in mind.
1: Gotcha. That's really exciting. Just go until you go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Uh, the story flows. Well, uh, really big fan of all the work. Really glad that the movie finally got to get released and you're seeing all the success from it. That's awesome.
0: Congratulations on the film.
2: Seriously.
1: Thank
5: you, guys. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for
1: doing this. Thank you, Mr. Dalton.
5: You're welcome.
0: Take care. Well, hope you enjoyed that interview. Uh, we wish we had more time with the with the man, but he's a he's a busy man. He's so. a busy
2: man. He also uh, has had Parkinson since two thousand seven. That makes it more difficult for him to set aside time things we're like man. this. any so. any one minute
0: of our time, if his time is good enough. for yeah, me. Yeah, that was yeah. really awesome. We were yeah. we were very grateful that he he allowed us that uh, that much time. Totally. Yeah. Um. I just recently finished uh, the book, though. Literally
2: this morning. <laughs> Literally this morning.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, it's great. Yeah. Like yeah. I I feel you know Sparks. You've been trying to get me to read it for a couple of years and i feel bad i a decade never did <laughs> um it's only 10 years it's it's great it, i i thoroughly enjoyed I, it i should have gone the
2: ben magnet route i should have made a book club yeah oh, probably yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah smart
3: um, i thought yeah, about of course, that actually yeah player 1
0: yeah. yeah yeah i thought about that actually but yeah this one uh, so i read the i actually have the revised and expanded edition you do. which was written in 2015 it's, it's slightly different uh, i don't know how much different cuz i haven't read the original novel right um
2: it doesn't seem like it's too many things. Even that he mentioned in the interview, though apparently maybe some stuff about the end has changed.
0: Yeah, the end uh, when he's in inside uh, the Meg, uh, he he kind of like, you know how he's doing. He is very much. Like Steve, Steve Alton really makes it believable that he would be able to walk inside the creature this gigantic shark and just kind of try and maneuver his sub to get out of the shark and it's really interesting stuff like I I really really enjoyed it um there's so many like great death scenes like you really care about a lot of the, the wage switches perspective to uh just shark attacks mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun like there's a there's a bit where Um, I hear not in the graphic novel or in the movie, but the surfboard. The surfboard scene is so cool. It's just these three guys surfing and they're like, oh, no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a big like surf competition area uh, for waves. And the Megalodon shows up and a guy rides a wave. wave a guy rides a wave to escape the Megalodon. Nice. And he's like, the and
0: everyone's like cheering him on like because he's doing this
2: wave. But yeah, he's because like, it already, oh no! it already <laughs> killed a dude behind him. And then uh, he'd he been trying to impress a lady that
0: day and he did in fact impress her again <laughs> because he escaped the <laughs> <At> Megalodon. The <laughs> end, That's pretty cool. At the end, he like beaches and the lady's like, I oh, was really good. It's like, what are you doing later? <laughs> I just escaped. <laughs> yeah, you
2: see that shark?
1: <laughs> shark just killed my boyfriend.
2: So <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the way... The, the like We talked about it in the review, of, of, but I love how he describes the Megalodon the, as a ghostly, white, uh, kind of almost glowing creature. Um, the way the Megalodon gives birth to three uh, Megalodon pups, and, and two of them end up dying, one of them by an, by an orca pod. And none of them swim out of its mouth. <laughs> none of them swim <laughs> out of its mouth. Uh, but the Megalodon uh, herself kills uh, the, the infant male uh, Megalodon pup. think sharks do and it was like man it feels so believable because of how much like research he just does and just pours in all this like scientific like if this happened what would this look like kind of like looking in creatures that far deep how do they evolve yeah it's insane he's very
1: good at that yeah one of the most realistic kaiju movies
0: yeah yeah you, you even got some of that from the
2: graphic novel. You were Yeah, um,
1: I read excerpts of, of the book on our long drive down here. Yeah. So I read the graphic novel and then like the beginning of the book, the end of the book, and like when he was inside the shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that stuff is super cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that's the way he's describing like using the tooth like, like, uh, to like, like, break through the mold and go through. Yeah. Like, and he's like, I found the heart. I got to stab the shit out of it. Uh, that stuff's super cool. Um, and that heart thing, that's not in my edition.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah. What does he do? What does he do?
0: He escapes.
1: Does he not kill it? Wait, how does the shark die?
0: he 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 kind of like blows it up from the inside okay with, with like his with like the the gas of um of the the of, sub? of the sub like the remaining like fuel of the sub he like okay ignites the fuel so this is like-
2: not okay, so that's what he was talking about in yeah. the interview that he changed, so in the original version of the graphic novel, the thing that I really liked about it. Jason Statham's version is he carves his way through the inside of it yeah. with um, the megalodon tooth he has in his pouch and he finds the heart and stabs it.
0: Yeah, dude, and escapes. Yeah, in the one in the one that I in the one that I do, he has the serrated. He still has the the tooth. He carves his way out of the out of the esophagus um, with so that the sub can get through, and then he kind of like pushes the sub through to ignite the fuel as the water is rushing into the stomach.
2: I wonder if I find that more believable than cutting a heart. Yeah, there I think no a man pushing I feel like a sub through an esophagus. I feel like it's a small. It's like
1: a really small sub. I feel oh, like I know it is, but I mean, a giant monster's heart with a tooth is way cooler, <laughs> yeah. personally. Yeah, so the the graphic novel keeps the heart stabbed. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And it even uses the same sound effect, like the thumpa 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 of like the heart as he's mm-hmm. stabbing it. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a cool effect. Uh, so yeah, talking about the graphic novel, it's much more. If ad- I had the time, I'd read the yeah. I'd read the original it's, edition. Yeah, oh, uh, oh, the book? just to see the differences. But yeah. I do um, not. if you read the graphic novel, I think it's a pretty good. Uh, adaptation for the most part for the most part except for some character stuff like all the
2: big action pieces breezing through some things but you'd pick
0: up on the way the way certain characters uh, are killed off in the book like maggie uh, which is jonas's wife is intense how it's uh, there's even like there's even like a guy who's like uh, trying to escape the megalodon one of my things actually i I do i didn't much appreciate about the end of the book uh is that it moves too fast from like people's perspectives so you, you you get like graphic novel is way worse about oh, it was the it? book oh, so trust dude. me it, I can't even because have, it does it, it goes through the perspective of, of just people trying to escape the meg attack because yeah. the meg can attack during the day during the daylight now because it's blind mm-hmm. um, and one guy one guy just some random guy like tries to escape the tries to escape the meg death and as he's like climbing up a ladder he looks down and his legs are gone and I'm like, I want to see that. Where did that guy go? He that's, just kind of disappears. That's what happens with Maggie in the books, right? Or in the in the graphic novel. She at least. gets yeah. She gets bitten while she's yeah. climbing up the, and, yeah, of the boat. Yeah. Ma- Ma- Maggie is like the way it's described in the book is Maggie is like thrusted up on the Meg's tongue. Okay. In the edition that I have, and then and then it's like the time time slows down for everyone watching this moment, and as it's coming down, it clamps down on her and t- and drags her back down.
1: Yeah. yeah. She's like climbing up the boat. Yeah,
0: it's a similar idea yeah. in, the, yeah. in the graphic novel. Um, And then the then there's, like, uh, this girl who, like, falls off a whaler ship and, like, tries to save her phone and herself by, like, gra- climbing up onto a whale and then she's gone for the rest of the... Uh, and I'm like, wait, is she okay? What happened yeah. to the whaler? Are they good? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it kind of never goes back to them. Uh, I would I have liked a little bit more, more of an epilogue of, like, and then, you know, these
1: are the, where the guys are, like, they're all kind of okay now. Yeah a little shaken up uh, the if you think the end of the book is fast the end of the graphic novel it's like a hundred pages and like five pages
0: yes but see the, it's the, crazy fast the end of the end of the book isn't necessarily fast it just brushes through yeah. the kind of the different shark attacks while jonas and terry and Matt and uh, bud and all them are trying to escape or to kill the creature yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's just the the other shark attacks i would have liked a little bit more on yeah uh
2: yeah something I don't like in the graphic novel in comparison to the to the regular book a lot is uh jonas Jonas suffers from the bends escaping the shark at the end of the book oh interesting um, not your version no, no, he's totally fine no, he's not fine, he's just really shaken. Okay, but like he's not suffering from the pressure change or anything. Don't think so. Okay, I, did, see, read, I in, did read it very fast. in the in the original uh, because he gets out of the jaws of the megalodon as it's sinking. Mm-hmm. When he gets to the top, he's suffering from like the the pressure because he came up so where does fast Terry, and came from Where so does deep. Terry save
0: him in the in the original novel? Mm. That i don't remember okay so as he's leaving he's in the gl- he's in the abyss glider uh-huh. as he's leaving this as he's leaving the shark's mouth mm-hmm. and as he's right he's the he, this the, the, it's just rising he's not piloting it's just rising right yeah, yeah. But it's also taking on water because of the teeth of the yes yes so then he uh he doesn't he's starting to slow its ascent. so he pushes out and just tries to swim swim for it yes but then terry like saves terry him. grabs him yeah yeah no that's what happens in our okay, too. Yeah. but be-
2: that's because but but yeah and, and he's you know oh, maybe from it is the same the I change of pressure and he's I got the bends and everything glanced over yeah that. so that's why he's laying on the side of the boat anyway so he's suffering from that in yeah. in the graphic novel he just gets out and he's totally fine at the surface he's like hey what's going on it's like oh we see a megalodon pup and it's like oh man hold on let me go get that yeah. and it's like whoa jonas what you just like did a lot yeah yeah he literally comes up from this to the surface in the graphic novel he's like had to kill the meg yeah. <laughs> that's literally what he says yeah
0: i like the i really like the end of the book where it's just like He's he's just like dazed and looks over the side and he just sees an albino what looks what everyone is assuming is a great white shark and he's just like oh shit yeah. <laughs> and it's the megalodon pup
1: yeah uh, something I I liked about the graphic novel that that uh, Steve Alton mentioned in the interview is like it's pretty much like like most of his words are in that book yeah for the for the most part some of the character stuffs different but like all the stuff with Jonas being a professor all the stuff that I wanted to see in the movie was in the graphic novel. An albino yes. megalodon would have been amazing. To see yes, what I what I was
2: saying to Ryan is that the graphic novel has some either breezing past o- or over things or skipping things or even altering them slightly from the book. But what, if the graphic novel was the version of the story that we saw as a film, it would have been a really solid film. Yeah, yeah.
4: 100%. Yeah, and it opens with the that
2: dinosaur
0: that. stuff in the graphic oh, novel. Oh, that's so
2: cool!
4: Yeah,
0: it is a really cool moment in my edition. Uh, it, it 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 turns out in the graphic
2: novel it's a hologram program too. Oh, is it okay? So he does mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, because,
0: because after the book came out, people this is what it would look like. People kind of realized, oh wait, these creatures didn't exist in the same time period.
2: It and that's acknowledged in the graphic novel, and it's it's weird because in the graphic novel, it brings things like that from your edition, but it also keeps things like stabbing the heart. Yeah, <laughs> so it's that's amalgamation of all the different ones. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, we were happy to get to talk to him for as long as we Not could. Not often we get to talk about three different versions of the same thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah,
2: a novel, a graphic novel, and, and a, a movie. That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
2: Ben, any thoughts? <laughs>
1: hey, buddy, how's it going?
3: No, so far it's so good. It's like, um, I really want to read that graphic novel now.
1: If you like if you like the premise of, of the movie enough and you don't want to read the book, I would recommend the graphic novel. Yeah, the graphic novel's...
2: uh. A pretty good. It, it's. I god. You know, if it just had one more issue, I feel like Dude, it would it, have been the, fine. The, it just so rushes jarring. that ending. It's so fast. I, I would actually.
0: Well, and I, I know. I know Ben really likes to read like books, like yep. regular like regular books. Stephen King, for one. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up. I'm sorry. I, I was actually trying to be sincere, but I came <laughs> to my head. I was like, I gotta. Gotta. Um, I had a. I had a blast with the novel. Like mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. I, I would recommend right. reading the edition that I picked up. Uh, it's the only edition available. So you know. Yeah. yeah, limited edition. I'm, that's not totally true, though. You can't buy the original, the original edition. Yeah, you can from used. Oh, so used, use, use, sure, but like not like you can't go to Barnes and Noble. I have the
2: favorite. original, then. Maybe you want oh,
4: whichever oh, one you want.
2: Oh. And I have the tenth anniversary edition, twentieth anniversary edition. Yeah, nice. And then I have another edition that he's mailing me. So nice. Is it the one I have? Uh, no, it's the new one with the movies cover, hardcover oh, that puts origins where it's supposed to be
0: in the back or in the front? yeah in the back oh i oh. like how you say where it's supposed to be yeah that origin thing
2: still that is where it's supposed boggles to be. my mind yeah it's interesting
0: in my edition it ruins
2: like because he, he even talked about this uh, not in our interview but he talked about this somewhere where he said that he realized like because he put together the version that's being released as like this is now a major motion picture with the motion picture cover yeah. and everything and it's it's being called an anniversary edition i think too and it, he put it uh he put it in the back, and he said, "Yeah, I realized that when they put it in the front, it really ruins the development of Jonas's character if it's a first-time reader. So I thought Origins should really be in the back.
1: Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't. I kind of forgot about Origins as I was going along with the book. Sure. So it doesn't really because the edition I have is the one that was released in 2015. It it has uh, Origins in the front.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's so much about the the mystery of oh did he see a shark? You, you're like yeah he probably saw a shark because there's a shark in this book. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but I do like that there's the whole moment. Of your kind of riding the ride with Jonas, of him wondering, did I see glowworms? Yeah. Did I know, see a shark? That, that was in the comic too, and I like yeah. that. Yeah. That
0: is something I would have liked. Uh, I would actually like looking, looking back on it. I would have liked to have to been on that ride, but I knew he had seen a shark.
2: Yeah. It's the number one thing I wish that they had changed in the book was that uh, Jason Statham should have seen the shark at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Because there's no reason why he should know no, what Megalodon be,
2: is. he should have seen the shark. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, should we get out of here?
2: Uh, unless Ben
1: has any final thoughts. Ben is the uh expert on uh novels.
3: No I'm not. <laughs> well
1: I mean you probably have read more novels than me in the last two years, I would assume.
4: Eh,
3: probably. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Me ben too. Ben any questions or thoughts or concerns or gifts?
3: No, I just I just like to read the book and I can't wait to listen to your guys' interviews, so heck yeah, let's
0: let's get that book to Ben. Yeah, dude. all right. Well next uh next week, um we'll do something I'm sure. We'll also do the book club next week. We are debating topics. Yeah. Um, but, but you know Until then guys Debating sh- Debate topics Oh I like debates right?
2: They're I'm, both They're I'm both master kind master, of debate i right? master Yeah debater. I guess so More one than the other but
0: We will do a topic next week Look forward there to that There will be a podcast um, uh, We'll also do Review of the Happy Time Murders We'll also do my <laughs> uh, Book Club next week <laughs> Reborn It is reborn Just for a refresher um, uh, You know uh, we, Guys We are a Funko affiliate which is something I often forget. Ooh! Um, get those
2: dirty words out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: all sorry, right? Funko <laughs> affiliate. But uh, so if you click the link in the description, just use promo code SHOP TEN. That's S H O P one zero at checkout to be said ten percent off your purchase. Yeah,
2: I have a question about that. Sure. Okay, so if they just go to the Funko shop and enter SHOP TEN, it's it's not gonna,
0: it's not related to us, right? It is, and it, you got to go through the link.
2: Yeah, you gotta go through the that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just go to Funko oh, yeah. dot com yeah go to their store and then put in shop 10 yeah. and we'll get that. You have to go there through are, the link in our description.
0: There are other, there's like Amazon affiliates that you have to go through an Amazon link that is provided. No, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, Which is why I the link is in my, I, I wasn't asking cause I don't get it. Oh. I was asking cause I know people that don't
2: get that from what we've said. Yeah, oh, okay. click the link for and go the, to Funko store. And they're like, so I can just go onto the Funko store just by looking it up. So no, no
0: it, it is. You have to go through the link that I've provided in our description uh, in order for us to get a kickback if you please. shop if you, if you shop 10 you get 10 percent off your purchase um thank all right you. well that's it for the show thank you to yeah. our listeners we greatly appreciate you all listening uh jeremy Valucci for our our uh, theme music and our uh, uh intro segments i don't know what to call them intro segments yeah uh you can find them on instagram at j at mm, jeremy bellucci there keyboards you go. uh suburban proctologist is a show he does uh, it's on itunes you can find that also on Facebook.com slash suburban proctologist official or Instagram at subpark podcast. Mike Matola, good friend uh, good friend of the show as well. Yeah. Uh, did our logo and others, hopefully. Yeah. Um, you can find him at Mike Matola. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcasts, fakenerdguys at gmail.com. You can find me at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. You can find uh Sparks. SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Ben.
4: Ben
3: Magnett twenty seven for Instagram and Twitter.
2: Ryan
1: DJ Tony Snark
2: at everything, and you can find our interview uh, person Steve Alton at Steve Alton Official on Instagram. Yeah, yes.
0: So thank you very much, Steve Alton. Uh, I forgot thank you to, again, write, yeah. to write that down. Thank you. Th- th- yeah. Th- th- thank you. Who are you? No, Morty, where, where are you at? It's at Instagram at Steve Alton Official, right? You said that. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah.
4: Steve
1: yeah. Alton. He's official. following us. Yay! He is. Thank yeah. you, buddy.
0: Um, did you said, say yeah, yours? Man, I yeah. just don't listen. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> so uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify, I Radio, Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate that. Until next week, guys. Just
1: when you thought it was safe to go in the water, it's pretty okay still.